it. Yep. Started. We're going. We're on. Blast off. Cool. All right. Not so much soccer this week, guys. It was nice. Internationals. I know it was nice having the weekend off. A week off for you, Justin. <laughs> That's right. Watch a couple of games. Yeah. Right. I just I just binge watched a bunch of shows. Oh, this girlfriend was out of town. I was to myself. Just watched TV. FIFA? Nice. Any wow. FIFA? No. Last of Us Part Two. Oh damn. Yeah, I'm still working through that. Getting all the spoilers for next season. Gaming. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's our roots. That's who we are. We're gamers. Yeah. We're little nerdy gamer boys. <laughs> We're gamers. I oh, I did stop at the Paris. I was playing FIFA Seven there. Without me? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So you finally won. <laughs> oh, <laughs> checking out those classic squads—it was fun. Yeah. Once Gentlemen, I <laughs> let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Open wide for the soccer. We have top players. Portugal. Welcome to the Portugal Corner of the podcast where we talk about all things Portuguese soccer, the good, the bad, and the funny. I'm Evan. I'm Patrick. Justin. Christopher! Hey, welcome to episode 102! Pop! Pop it. Fresh bottle, ready to go. We had an international week. Um, before we get to the games, some general general news on what's happening in the world. Portuguese coach Peppa arrives in Brazil. Guy looks exactly like Vin Diesel. Wow, he, he really does, does. Look like Vin Diesel. I thought that was just two <laughs> pictures of Vin Diesel. <laughs> nope, that's Peppa. I just watched uh, Fast and Furious 9. Not that good. No. <laughs> John Cena's in it. John Cena's Vin Diesel's brother. Yeah. And he's got the cross. He's got a big cross on. Vin mm-hmm. Diesel's chain. brother. <laughs> John yeah. Cena's face looks weird. Like, steroid face. Well, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what you get when you do steroids for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. No. His other show's funny. Peacemaker. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's like a DC spinoff. Man from Rio Ave, Ucra. He went to um, the MotoGP this weekend in Portugal. Why does he have a... Naked blow-up doll with him. I don't know, man. That guy's so weird. He's got, a, sport, he's got a sporting, sport TV bucket hat on, though. Put some clothes on that doll. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a weirdo, but uh, interesting guy. But yeah, the GP was on, uh, who's our guy? Miguel Oliveira? Miguel Oliveira. I think someone crashed him. Yeah, he wiped out. Way. He fucked up his knee, apparently. Yeah, some guy took him out, I think. Some beef there. Sport TV debuts its newest hype man for Portugal, and that is Speed. Oh, my God. Dude, we watched a clip of this guy just at the Alvalade watching the Portugal game. He's nuts, bro. <laughs> he's Why having they, fun. Did they call him Speed because he's, like, on speed? <laughs> this man has so much energy. Yeah, I don't I don't know where the nickname comes from. It's but his persona, you know? He's a, he's a Twitch streamer. He's one of these guys, the young kid. The kids love him, you he's, know? He's twitching. That's all right. <laughs> he's, he's tweaking. He's tweaking, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think I, it's a, it's a bit it's his persona. I think he's smarter than he lets on. He says all the players' names wrong. It's kind of like his bit, his joke, mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of like pretends to not to know anything and stuff like that. And hey, I ain't knocking him. 
Yeah. I think he's pretty funny. He's doing good. I don't I don't find him funny. But well, uh, like you know, it's okay. It, it must be a generational thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, that kid came out of nowhere and he's like, "Can I have your hat?" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Where the hell did you come from?" Yeah, the kid w- went up to him right out of nowhere and was like, "Give me your, please give me your hat." These Portuguese kids are so demanding. They want stuff mm-hmm. all yep. the time. All their stuff. They'll they'll take their shirt off your goddamn back. Yeah. It wasn't and, even uh, a good hat. It was a pretty ugly hat, <laughs> and uh, it was like one of those. Uh, it was a festa hat. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was gonna call it a parade hat. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. <laughs> and then immediately got removed uh, from the, that area of the stadium, which was good because yeah. what the hell is he doing? He celebrated the uh, Ronaldo's penalty with Nanny. That was a weird moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nanny just comes out of nowhere. Sport TV seemed really into him. They're posting a lot of his content. Um, at some point during that uh, Liechtenstein game, the girls from the sporting women's team come up, and they're telling him to like come watch the game next week when they played Benfica on the weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. A yeah. couple days later, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he went to that. No? <laughs> he said he promised, but you know, he's, know. he's got a busy, busy schedule. But. Yeah. He said he was going to go to the game. <laughs> but that happened. Uh, sporting won in the Luge, won nothing. The ladies, Chloe Lacasse, the Benfica... Captain had some great words on the uh, progress of the women's game in Portugal, saying, like, you know, we're starting to fill out the luge. Mm-hmm. She was saying, like, you know, a couple of years ago, they'd be like, oh, like, they're playing in the men's stadium. This is crazy. But now they're just like, oh, they're playing at Benfica Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Stadio the luge. Yep. Exactly. Right on. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, I was just saying, she's, like, a really good talker. Well-spoken. Well-spoken, yeah. yeah. What yeah. she said was really great. Mm-hmm. It's like, so the stadium was not just for the men. It's for whoever wears... The shirt with pride or something. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> bad, bad, badly quoted her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Better just listen to the well-spoken person. Yeah. Actually. yeah. <laughs> just uh, find that clip. Tune into her podcast, actually. <laughs> um. Another news in Europe: Julian Nagelsmann fired by Bayern and replaced with Thomas Tuchel. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they went to second over one break, and they said, "Nope, no more of this guy." My friend Daniel was trying to explain to me. That his girlfriend writes for Build. Yeah, I heard she's a reporter. She broke the story of what the the lineup was going to be so, or something. His tactics, but that's or just a rumor. Tactics, I don't know, but it's a conspiracy theory. Ah, uh, something must have happened. I mean, it was very bizarre. Yeah, yeah, just out of nowhere. That's why he got fired. I don't know. Something's happening there. I'm know. sharing half half a thought with <laughs> you're <laughs> quoting him poorly. Yeah, yeah, again, again. They're like, we got to play City in the Champions League next. Thomas Tuchel beat them with Chelsea. Let's bring in that guy. No. He knows what he's doing. He knows the tactics. Yeah. But it's a totally different team. Oh, completely. (laughs) No, German. Uh, Antonio Conte parts ways with Spurs after his risque comments the other day. So he's done. No more Spurs for Tony Conte. I really like Antonio Conte. We did the rant the other week. Yeah. Like that's the history of the Tottenham, kind of like Chiellini. It's it but also that handshake is a fucking amazing. He <laughs> did with Tuchel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when him and Tuchel face off in the greatest handshake ever recorded in soccer history. The look, I don't know what he does when he looks at the hand. Like, why is this guy still holding onto my hand? What's going on? Are they getting each other's faces. Unacceptable. So it is unacceptable. And he goes, "You look me in the fucking eyes." <laughs> it's actually very well calculated by Conte to have those words because he's like. You know what? I don't want to finish this fucking season. They're going to have to pay me off if they fire me. I'm just going to say something that's going to get me fired. Yeah. yeah. He's fed up, too. Yeah, he basically blamed the administration and Daniel Levy and saying, hey, he's been in charge for 20 years. They haven't won anything. Players never play with any pressure, with any 
Any fight to want to win? Any spirit? No and, spirit. And the players don't change, and the guys that they do bring in aren't world class players. They're just kind of like Tottenham <laughs> players. Yeah. But what's crazy is like this handshake was at the beginning of this season. Yeah. Wow. With the World Cup, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. Right? That's now, why. Both these guys have been fired. And uh, about the, the season, we're coming out the home stretch here. And I was going to ask you guys which international break do you think is more annoying? The one that's right in the beginning in like October, right when you're settling into the season, you're like loving club football, you're like getting into it, or this one right before the home stretch where it's kind of like all you want to see is like how's the rest of the season going to play out and then you got to take a break (laughs) for like a week. I think I hate the first one in September. That one always pisses me off. That one's worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you wait to like... This one I enjoyed. Late October, November would be a little more acceptable break it up nicely but yeah that that first one that's in like september is way too early man it's like two weeks of league play and then boom break can't even get going yet right yeah just got into the club football hey, just and then they f- want to break it you up. just got your feet wet after a whole summer okay get into the uh portugal games yes sure let's do it that's why we're here a sporting heavy Portugal lineup beats Liechtenstein for nothing in Roberto Martinez's first game in charge at the Alvalade. Uh, goals for Cancelo, Bernardo, and two for Ronaldo. You guys like the game? Yeah. What's not to like? Enjoyed. Okay. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was uh, always going to be interesting to see for the first time this three center back option, and not a f- wasn't a fan. No. 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 Well, no. I wasn't a fan going into it. I just don't like the theory of it more defenders less people up front yeah we have so many good midfielders and it's like how do we just have to bench all of them yeah so you know but i'm easily swayed if you win like this i'm not gonna be yeah i'm not gonna be complaining it is working but they haven't been tested yeah Liechtenstein is not a test no drunk and solo played really well and nuno menge played really well in his second game in the second game so I think if you use those two guys, I think you got something there. Those two. Because really our wingers, I mean, other than Rafael Leão, you know, uh, on the other side, it's kind of lacking, right? So, yeah. Well, that's why we have the wingback system. So that's what yeah, I'm Cancelo's saying. Yeah, so basically a winger. So the wingback system is working, and he doesn't have to defend as much because that's really not his strong suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than that, Inacio, I mean, again, like Inacio played well, but Liechtenstein barely had the ball. Liechtenstein <laughs> didn't do anything. No. Yeah, so we're just playing against pylons. Yeah, so none of this matters. I thought they I'm were, not saying none of it matters. It's nice to see him. It's nice to see him play. It's nice to see him get used to the system. First goal, uh, Juan Cancelo hits a volley, and the goalie sucks. That goalie's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple deflections there, but yeah, the goalie probably should have kept yeah. it out. So then they're down one nothing. Good for Juan Cancelo. He great contact, great uh, great shot on that. So then you get Bernardo with a little scramble in there, and nice, yeah. People say that he doesn't do much uh, on this team, but I this, think week, this weekend he did. I think he's still Bernardo Silva. He's yeah. good. You know? I thought he was good in this game. Well, it's also like Martinez is trying to find a way to use him and Bruno at the same time. And I think he's choosing Bernardo as more of the the attacking player to more to create and, I guess, to strike also. I mean, but it was also a goal where he just kind of picked up scraps in the box. It wasn't... The greatest thing. This was kind of a weird game where all the goals that happened were a little odd. One was a penalty. The other was a free kick. And then Cancelo's was like a weird shot at top of the box. Bernardo's was the only one that kind of... That was a mad scramble. But the, So yeah. let's go to the Ronaldo goal, the free kick. A penalty we don't even have to talk about. It's a penalty. 
Ronaldo's the best at them. He scored. Uh, Give credit to Jerome Cancelo for fighting his way into that box there, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Thank you, Chris. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> Ronaldo hits the free kick, and I think the goalie wasn't expecting him to hit it right at him. I think he was like, oh, he'll probably like curl it over the wall. I'm going to have to go dive to the empty space. And it just came right at him, and the goalie, again, sucks. And yeah. uh, it just w- hit his hands up into the roof of the net. I think this goalie wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> he didn't know he was in <laughs> net tonight or something. <laughs> when you watch it in real time, it looks like such a beautiful goal, like a beautiful free kick goal. When you pay a little bit more close attention or watch it in slow boy, you're like, that was awful. <laughs> like Any better yeah. goalie would save that. If you see that goalie frango it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I just love the power. <laughs> the the power, power, baby. The velocity. It looks nice. Yeah. Ronaldo with his 197th appearance uh, for his country makes him the most capped player in an international level. Uh, the record there. And then that's two free kicks in a row for him in two games, which has probably not happened in a decade or so. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting lucky. Luck's finally starting to go this man's way. Finally. <laughs> finally. Coming up. Out of all Ronaldo. these years that nothing was ever going his way. And now, the greatest player in the world. Things are finally starting to bounce for him. Thank God. Uh, substitutions. Uh, we got to see Liao and Nevs brought on in the 67th, as well as Vitinha and Gonzalo in the 78th. And then in the 89th minute, Joao Mario comes on and gets booed at the Alvalade. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. That's rough. Well, he turned his back on them. Yeah. And yeah. they also whistled uh, Liao, I'm pretty sure. I believe they did, yeah. Joe Mario got it hard, though. They're still not over it. <laughs> no. I always say this. People don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> especially, and that's another super bad quote. <laughs> especially Portuguese football fans and especially sporting fans. Yeah. People were, like, condemning the fans and saying this is terrible. But I think it's a bit of fun. Yeah, have fun. It's in yeah. your stadium. You get to do what you want. Whistle him. But at the same time... But he probably feels bad. But at the same time, it's like... Well, there's Juan Mario I get. Juan Mario I would boo. But Rafael <laughs> Leão left because he was physically assaulted by yeah. his own fans. <laughs> of all... I, the, there's no reason to whistle these, these players. Podence, all these guys they call snakes. They should have all left. Yeah. The only guy that, I, yeah, like, Joao Mario makes sense. Like, he literally went to their rivals and is just, like, crushing it right now. So. He had to know that when he made that trade, this shit, this type of shit's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah of course. True. Yeah, like, he knows that. He had some good chances at the end of this game, and I wanted him to score so badly. <laughs> what a nice moment that would have been if, like, he's getting whistled and then he scores in their stadium. Yeah, but if he scored, he wouldn't give it back to the fans. He's not that type he of guy. He would just be... Uh, you think he would? He yeah. would do something. Yeah. <laughs> you think so, Ooh. eh? I don't think so. He Maybe he'd do the shush. Maybe a shush. Something, he would do something the shush. calm, something more mature. Why do you such think... a good moment if he did the shush? Why yeah. do you think he took those shots? I mean, they were just like... Yeah, you know they gave I mean? him that yeah, it was feeling him... to score. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't playing against Lichtenstein or Luxembourg. <laughs> he was playing against the fans. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember when... Joao Mario played Juve, and he scored a penalty in the Juve stadium. He went right up to the fans and was, like, giving him the ears, like, I can't hear you now. What, what are you saying now? Because he used to play on Inter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he has – he just like the fans don't forget, Joao Mario doesn't forget either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got a memory like an elephant. That's Joao right. Mario never forgets. <laughs> so maybe the ear silly is what you're saying he would have done. Maybe. Just like an elephant. I can't yeah, hear you now. <laughs> Uh, well, we're on the topic of Joao Mario. Funny moment in the uh, the Luxembourg game when uh, 
when Rafael Leal takes his penalty and he misses, it <laughs> zooms into Ronaldo and João Mario sitting in the benches. And I'm just like, oh, man, these guys are just like, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> did they look at each other? Yeah, no? they were sitting beside each other chatting about it. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Why, why did Rafael Leal take the penalty? I didn't get that either. Because he won the penalty. I think, yeah, he got his chance. It was already, a, it was a, you know. Five nothing at the time. Yeah, yeah. They're like, ah, let's yeah. see what this kid's got. They were already killing them. Yeah. Well, let's jump to that game. Uh, Portugal returns to the independent monarchy that is Luxembourg and show them who governs who in a 6 nothing win. Uh, changes to the lineup all defensive as the wingbacks are swapped as well as Inacio for Tony Silva. Uh, Ronaldo hits them up for two goals alongside Felix, Bernardo, Otavio, and Leão. You really like that... Uh that uh, Ronaldo goal, the second one with the skip. Yeah, I like. Oh, it was like a little crossover, I guess. Step I don't know. over, step over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just his yeah. first touch on the ball. It looked nasty. It wasn't yeah. even a touch. It was oh. a fake out. Mm. Fake out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bruno sent that in for him. It was a nice finish uh, again with his left foot. He's pushing that left foot tally. <laughs> ah, <laughs> of course. Come on, guys. Help He's me keeping out. track, right? He he has it all in his head. He doesn't forget. No. no. And he also uh, debuts a new celebration. A mixture of his uh, serenity and the Sioux. I like it. Yes. It's a fake out Sioux into the serenity yeah. celebration. I, I believe call, he's done it before, actually. I call it the Sioux-renity. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think the Sioux just, you got to leave it alone. It's perfect. <laughs> Why are you messing with it? It works. I mean, it's a one-off, I think. Listen, man. You're on the road. You're, you're playing these games, you know. He's testing it out. He's testing <laughs> his material, <laughs> man. He's testing it. It's Trying also, out new material. He's yeah. also like keeping things fresh, right? It's mm-hmm. like you're, you know. A rock group on the road, they're playing the same song 40, 30 years. Sometimes they like to do li- different variation on exactly. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same idea. Yeah. The man scored 832 goals. Exactly. So imagine how tiring it is to always do the Sioux, right? He wants to relax. 832 hits. Serenity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palina crushes in the midfield, as he said in stone there. Got a nice assist on that Bernardo header. Oh, I love him. I mean, he played both games, though. No? Yep. I think started both games. I think he's Roberto Martinez. Is it's his guy? Yeah, Paulina. I mean, those are his guys. Uh, yeah, how can you? Uh, with the way he's been playing on Fulham, with the way he plays every day sure. for Portugal, every time he's in the lineup. So, yeah, man, he's you can young. tell by the way he plays by how dirty his shirt was. Yeah, it's full of grass stains. <laughs> it was crazy. He's always <laughs> fighting on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> he's always on the ground. Yeah, he's so muddy. I mean, he's that a mutter. Man gets muddy for his team. <laughs> yeah, he's down there in the trenches. Yeah, his mutter was a mutter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's in the peak of his career, right? I mean, let's fucking use him. Yeah. The man's hot. Um, but yeah, goals for um Jerome Felix got a nice header. Otavio got a header. Bernardo got a header. It was all header goals. It was a head game. Beautiful crosses. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. another non test. Like this these defenders I said about that Rafael Leon cross, that was not very good. Like he popped it up. Yeah, any, for like, Otavio. Any competent defender would have like got yeah. to that. So him and a perfect pop up. Yeah, Leo and Otavio come on in like the seventy second or third, and then five minutes later they both connect with a goal. Yeah, and I think uh, Otavio even sprang Leo for his goal too. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo, nice cut into the box on a break on his side of the field. Makes up for the penalty oh, miss. Yeah. That uh, and uh, that was the best goal of the night. I think that Leo goal. I love that goal. Yeah. yeah. Leon was killing it when he came on. Why does this guy not start? Well, he comes on. Everyone's tired, man. That's like, you know, and True. he can just walk through the defenders. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's guys the plan. didn't know what day it was they anymore. St- they start with the glider. They start with the Jerome Felix. And then they're like 67 minute. 
you know boom he's the boom. ace up our sleeve right yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, these guys are have been running around we've been keeping the ball the entire time they're so tired put on Raphael. you know this guy's a greyhound it's yeah. easy for him looks like he's playing as children yeah <laughs> it's like having a good closing pitcher right yeah that's it yeah but there's gotta be a way like and fernando santos did the exact same thing so it's weird that roberto martinez is copying him in a way when you have like the you know the syria sort of um mvp yeah and I can't believe that there's not a way to get both those mercurial talents in the in the team at the same time. Mm-hmm. João Felix and Rafaelio. And you gotta drop Ronaldo. Oh. That's why. Or you gotta drop Bernardo or Bruno. Like something's gotta give, man. And it's like when you have three in the back, you're already losing a forward player. So um yeah, I, I don't know what the solution to that is. I'm not really a tactics guy, but my friend uh, Jason did say he really likes the uh He's He really likes the the three at the back system. Mm-hmm. It's good for internationals, I guess, because they don't have a lot of time to train with each other. So you always have three guys back there. The two wing backs go up, and then you know, even sometimes I saw Danilo was kind of doing one twos with Nuno Menge, and then Danilo's a midfielder. He can he's competent step. to step PS- up, and then you have still have Antonio Silva and and uh, Ruben Diaz. Diaz back there. So. That PSG yeah. connect, man. You can send one of those guys up. Yeah, you still got coverage. Dude, yeah. Danilo was up the field so much. He was trying to win headers. He was taking shots. That guy was everywhere. Sport TV commentator also had this to say that, you know, on the on the corners and stuff, you got three center backs now who are very good at headers. Who <laughs> it's an extra danger, you know? Deadly, yeah. Danilo, is he going to be a staple? He started both games, him and Diaz, so... I guess so, because Diogo Late pretty much is like the one guy who didn't get played at all. We yeah. didn't get to see him. Yeah, I wanted to see him. Him and uh, Mateus Nunes, I think, didn't either, right? You're right. Mm, Mateus yeah. Nunes didn't play either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they got sent uh, home, right? They didn't get Did sent they? home. They were at the Luxembourg game. but oh, they were just like, they weren't even in the lineup. I think they were dropped from the squad for some reason. Right. Pepe got injured, and as well as Diogo Costa. So it was kind of nice to see Rui Patricio out there for both games. Yeah. That was good. Uh, maybe, um, and nothing to uh, report about because... He wasn't tested, really? No, no one gave him a shot. I mean, these two teams. Bosnia, I think in this group, the B- Bosnia will be like the biggest test, right? Bosnia, so we'll see Iceland, like... Iceland, too. They Iceland will be a bit, yeah. You know, what was it, like five years ago? Uh, was it the 2016 year when they came out and it was like a big yes. moment for them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're definitely not at those heights anymore, sadly. I mean, good for us, but sad for them. But yeah, like I don't think they're going to be a big threat. So yeah, Portugal, Slovakia, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Iceland, Luxembourg, and Liechtenstein. Um, yeah, Slovakia is just behind us in second with one win and a draw. Yeah, I think we're going to clear this group pretty quickly. Knock on wood, that's what we say every year, right? Yeah. Oh, this will be easy. Yeah. The first two go through, right? Yeah, I think so. But then it's also like we got this new manager. He's got no tests for like a year. Yeah. He's just chilling. <laughs> Build the confidence. How can you be mad about that? Momentum. That's yeah. pretty sweet deal. <laughs> Martinez probably looked at their group and was like, hey, I can make the Euro. Yeah, I'll take this job. <laughs> this is a fucking easy job. And Italy got the, like, the toughest group. They have to play England. Yeah. They lost. Roberto Martinez, very nice. A Spanish man. He was singing the national anthem. I saw that. Wow. And I was like, you know what? That's your job. I'm, I'm glad he's doing that. He knows how important the national anthem is for Portuguese people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to uh, get the whole country on your side, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, best wingback pairing. What do you guys think? Nuno Mendes, Juan Cancelo. Yeah. All right. 
I saw Dallow played that second game. I didn't even notice he was playing until like the 60th minute. He didn't do much. They were using men just they, like the whole game. When you have men, you got to use that side. <laughs> yeah. Just p- pass yeah. that and side. And Joel of the Felix field. is on that side too. Yeah. Kind of like the Menj and uh, Dallow. I like because Dallow's like kind of a quiet guy. He's good. He's sturdy, but like I feel like he's just solid defensively. And that's always why I want to see him there. Dallow and uh, Juan Cancelo, like they are hot and cold, both of them, right? So mm-hmm. it's good to see that like. And one of them is not. One of them's cold. The other one's hot, right? Yeah. When they're Switch both cold, we're a little SOL, but. <laughs> SOL. Yeah. It's all. It's always good to have options, right? Yeah. Juan Cancelo preferred, but Dallow's a good second, I'd say. Okay. Good second stringer. Yeah. Uh, Gonzalo Ramos came on both games. Didn't get any goals. Second game, Otavio and Nevsh came on. He's trying to see basically all the players. They didn't give him too much time, though, just after the 60th. Did he start making subs? Um, Nevs hit the crossbar on free kick. Yes. That was pretty sick. Sweet yeah. free kick there. That went in. Yeah. Was oh, my God. For, oh, my God. Yeah. Nevs is like the new controversial player in the team where a lot of people don't want him <laughs> or need him in the team. Well, he makes sweet passes and crosses, but, like, a lot of time they're not finishing crosses, and a lot of times he's not really scoring, right? Like... Hey, boy, he got this new system. He's got. He knows the system. He's used to three in the back. He's played this for a long time at Wolves. This might be his time to shine at Portugal. Yeah. Fernando Santos didn't know what he had. Okay, yes, yeah, well. similar with uh, Inacio. And you know what? This three at the back, it might lengthen Pep's career, international mm-hmm. career, for another two years because <laughs> he doesn't need to run as much. Maybe. But he can run. He knows how to run. He can still run, yeah. Ustakio got interviewed and he was talking about when he joined Porto and he's like, this guy's like 15 years older than me and he runs twice as much as me. <laughs> wow. Guy's a fucking monster. I think uh, Fernando Santos started his game, his uh, new gig at Poland. I think they lost to the Czechs and then he beat Albania 1-0. So he's still doing his 1-0 win one thing. 1-0. Yep. Hey, his specialty there. Oh, I was just, I, I had more to say about Nevs. I was like, Nevs feels like he's in a weird place in his career where i feel like he's not doing a lot on wolves they're struggling a lot <laughs> he didn't have the best world cup people say and he now he's like he's definitely not a starter anymore on this on this national no, team he's battling with paulina who's on fire and yeah. plays a little more gritty or a little more defensive right i think yeah apparently united want him for tackling and like breaking up play paulina is the best yeah you could see it by the mud on his on his <laughs> jersey yeah <laughs> A wise man once said, "What if he? What if that was his way of fooling us? He's like, hey, look, they see my jersey's all dirty. Yeah. Especially it's when it's he white. He rubs some dirt on himself. <laughs> Especially yeah. when it's white. It's like, damn, this guy's fucking working hard. But hey, <laughs> obviously he is. He's, he's fantastic. Had we beat Spain in that last uh, Nations League game, we would be going into a like a knockout round sooner rather than later. But because Spain beat us, we lost that uh, spot to challenge for Nations League finals." Yeah, that was too bad. Yeah, we almost had them. And we lost to Morocco, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. No. Not good at all. And Greece. And oh. Greece, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what? Come on. Let's, let's let's move forward here, right? Why are we living in the past? <laughs> uh, don't get me started about Germany. <laughs> no. Uh, so do you think we're going to see, you know, the same thing of Ronaldo starting every game? Or do you think he's going to get swapped for uh, Gonzalo Ramos in the start? Um, and Ronaldo for the late sub. Gonna be dependent on the team, dependent on the situation. Yeah, but I would, form. Yeah. I would say eight times out of ten, you're we're probably gonna see Ronaldo start. He scored four goals in two games. That's yeah. that's cl- vintage Ronaldo. 
Um, also, Ronaldo seemed to have like a better attitude with the new coach. I feel like maybe he was too comfortable with Fernando Santos. He was like, this guy ain't fucking dropping me. And then we saw his bad attitude come out. And he had some comments. Uh, he was interviewed before, and he was like, there's a good atmosphere around the, the team. Good energy. Good energy. And, you know, so they said there was good energy during the World Cup as well, but we never heard any of that. We just heard, like, bullshit reporting and, you know, newspapers trying to break the team up and stuff. But... Ronaldo himself admitted that that was not the World Cup was not the best moment for him. He didn't yeah. uh, he didn't manage that very successfully. No. I think he was trying to say no way <laughs> with the interview and then the way he handled himself after the Korea game when he got subbed out and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was right? a bad moment, man. So maybe he's maybe you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Maybe he's learned. So we'll we'll see. And maybe he's coming into this a little more humble. And maybe the new coaches. He also said uh, he also made a comment that like, you know. Before with Fernando Santos, everyone kind of knew who was playing. And now, because it's a new coach, you, you're like, maybe I'll play, you know? So yeah. in training, that permeates, and you're like, you know, I could have a chance to play. Everyone's yeah. fighting for their position. Yeah. That's good. All I know is that when this Euro comes around, man, Piers Morgan better get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I better not hear a word from yeah. him. Well, Piers Morgan loves Ronaldo, man. Yeah. He's going to back him up no matter what. Yeah. Because he got the exclusive. Yeah. It's like... Um, at some point, do you think if there's an easy enough round in qualifying, like say we have another break where it's, you know, Luxembourg at home and Liechtenstein away, we go with more of a, more of a young team and try out some young guns or is it just going to be full force the whole qualifying? I've, uh, I would think that they start, that he starts younger guys next time around because like these are the first games for him, right? Yeah. For Martinez. So it's like. Let's see what we can do with the full squad. Thrash Let's him. see how much power we got. Right? Ten nothing, two shutouts. Yeah, make a great first impression, and he fucking did. He <laughs> killed it. But yeah, next time around, I would definitely start some of the younger guys. The young guys are for under twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, how are those guys still making that team? What do those numbers even mean? Nuno Tavares was there. Pedro Neto's there. I'm pretty sure they're both older than 21. Yeah, I don't know how that works. That's what yeah. I said, too. I was like, Pedro Neto's been around forever. There's no way that guy's still 21. He already got promoted. How do you get demoted back to the <laughs> other team? I thought there's no going back. <laughs> nope. You go back to the kids' table. <laughs> he got sent back. You do something stupid, you go back to the kids' table. Sweet goal for him in uh, a game against Romania, too. Mr. Neto. Yeah, that was a nice goal. Yeah. And you were even saying, you're like, I thought he was left-footed. And I said, I'm pretty sure he is. But uh, he banged that one in with his right. Yeah. Kudos. Two-footed. Two, both yeah. feet, yeah. Now, Tuck Nevs scored a goal for juniors, too. Yeah. Dude, busy. Under 19. I think they qualified for some sort of tournament. Nice. It's hard to follow, though. There's just so many different levels of stuff going on. So there's an under 19. So then the under 21s is only the 21-year-olds and the 21-year-olds. 21, 20? <laughs> I don't know how it works. What are the Olympics? I think the next thing Portugal really has to to look, try to win is Olympics. I think that would be good to get one under our belt. Yeah. Uh, Olympics would be, uh, that's under 23s, but you get yeah. three players who are over. Mm -hmm. I think Ronaldo would like to go to that. Oh, that'd be cool. Fuck up another fucking Portugal team. Yeah, Dude, yeah. if he's just playing in Saudi Arabia, like, why the fuck not? Yeah. Be like, sure, yeah, I'll go to the Olympics. But, uh, yeah, that could be good. I mean, we have so much young talent. Why can't we? I think Olympics would be a great great thing to add to the cabinet. I don't know how you qualify for that. It's a good There's question. A system. <laughs> it's There's a, it's a, probably, sure there is a system. It probably has something to do with the under-21s or under-23s, whatever whatever age bracket that is. And then else for Portugal? Are we happy I'll see Otavio out there scoring a goal, starting fire? No. 
Yeah, little five foot three Otavio <laughs> making a header. What's <laughs> wrong with Luxembourg? Why was no one covering him? Yeah. <laughs> they he know was wide open. They know he's too good. Bernardo also scored a header. He's yeah. pretty small too. Yeah. That is the defense was shambolic. A lot of Portuguese names in that in that lineup too. Yeah. Of course. A lot of Martins, Rodrigues. My brother, Michael Pinto. Yeah. Oh. Great uh, first showing. Hope to see them, you know, it would be nice to see them play a game against better opposition. But until then, let's just breeze through qualifying. Hey, it's a good start. Yeah. We got to be happy with that. Oh, yeah. Local teams, Toronto FC, 0-0 stinker against San Jose. Uh, the league struggles during international break for Nations League. What the hell is this about? Why are they playing internet? Why are they still playing league games while there's international break on it? MLS doesn't care. We <laughs> talked about it last week. They're stupid. <laughs> so dumb. I think this is a good uh, nil-nil draw down San Jose. Just you missing a lot of players. Just get out of there. Take yeah. the draw. Yeah, yep. I guess it's worse than losing. Well, we got better than this. We had uh, Richie Larea come and play, like making some assists for Canada. You know, so yeah, oh, yeah he's so good. For York, uh, season starting on the 16th. Just a reminder there. Uh, our boy Mobabuli got called up for Syria. Wow, he's playing nice. international. That's great. And uh, Dom uh, Zator, who's playing, he's playing for York last season. Now he moved to uh, Poland. He got his first Canada call up. Oh, maybe they'll use him tomorrow. He's a good defender, man. The Domsinator. The Domsinator. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to put that together in my head. Dude, he was like one of the best defenders in the league. It was a real real joy watching him play every week. But uh, yeah, hope he does well for Canada. Uh, they played Curaçao down in the Caribbean and won 2 nothing. Uh, Joe David and Kyle Laren on the score sheet. Good. Two good strikers playing good on good teams. And, uh, you know, proven to be clinical for Canada. Oh, yeah. That stadium, man. It's so weird, CONCACAF. You go down there, it's a really <laughs> crappy stadium, bad camera angles. Uh, the camera view is atrocious, man. It's so hard to watch that. It feels like you're just watching a Sunday league. Yeah. And you're like, these are our best players it's like you're. There. It's like you're there, but you're not quite there. <laughs> yeah. What's that guy's name? Jack... Uh what was that Jack guy? Warner? Jack Warner. He took all the money. That's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, the, <laughs> the Trinidad Tobago guy. Yeah. Yeah. They could have really used that money. So we're saying Larea got an assist for the Joe David goal, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Canada is playing tomorrow night or tonight or Tuesday night, whenever you're listening to this, at BMO Field against Honduras. I think we went to the Honduras game last, uh, I don't know, two years ago when yeah, yeah. we came here last. Yeah, we did. I don't think anyone's going to that game. None of us. No, I gotta work. Sadly, I gotta work too. But if someone gives me free tickets, I'm not gonna not go. You know, I'll find a way out. I'm sure, there's tickets. You can get tickets. It's cold. Yeah, stonk of the week. It's gotta be Ronaldo. Free Ronaldo. Kick. Free oh, kick. Yeah. I don't know who else it would be. Yeah. yeah. That's the stonk of the week. The Very velocity. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just want wonder. Oh no! Is it gonna be Ronaldo? Ronaldo soon. Again? A <laughs> brand new record. <laughs> I I guess a it would record? have to be four goals. Like, what can you say? We're Ronaldo fanboys. Yeah. yeah. This week, it's hard well, to Well, just be. think about who else would get it. Yeah. I mean, Leal missed his penalty. Maybe if he didn't miss that penalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cancelo played great the first game, didn't play the second game. Yeah. He was rotating people. Octavio, yeah. goal and assist. Fucking beautiful guy. No chance. Felix was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't a postman. <laughs> he delivered. He's a delivery yeah, yeah. man. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ronaldo? Sure. Gotta cool, be. Cool. 
Um, Wait, I have, I have a couple notes here first. Yeah. I got some Benfica news. Sure, oh, get okay. into it. Yeah, bring it. I feel like we gotta <laughs> add some more time to this. This is short. <laughs> so, uh, if you're a Benfica fan, on the Benfica YouTube channel, they're putting out all these interviews with like the manager Roger Schmidt, and I think every player on the team is getting one because I've seen a bunch already. Uh, Grimaldo has a shorter one. Otamendi, they're all about like twenty minutes. Grimaldo's like ten minutes. Uh, so that's something to watch if you're during this slow week where there's no Benfica stuff. Mm-hmm. They've been releasing these all throughout the week. Uh, so for uh, my Benfica issues there, check out YouTube if you if you want to see the players' interviews. <laughs> they pay you to say that? Yeah, of course. I'm on the payroll now. Shout out YouTube. <laughs> and also, yeah, shut, <laughs> I'm being paid by YouTube and Benfica. Uh, and the other thing I was going to say was, I I guess it was it was fair and even out because Otavio also played the second game, but I would have preferred... Antonio Silva play the first game so he could rest the second game and have a bigger, longer vacation. And he gave him the second game. Otavio had the second game, too, and Nacio had the first game. So we'll see how this all plays out in the league uh, What coming up. I think it'll be all right. Are you, you think search- it'll be all right? Are you searching for controversy here? <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> the what The minutes and when they got them. Exactly. Yeah, but the sure. other thing about that, I think... You know, Inacio playing in the Alvalad. I think that's the move. Yes, if he you're has gonna to. try, if you're gonna try out a center back, that's the day to you're do right. it. You're right. That's correct. Inacio and Alvalad is correct. Also, better for Tony Silva experience on the road in some weird country you've never been to or heard of. I think that that's probably better experience for the you young think, lad. You think Antonio Silva's never heard of Luxembourg? Yeah, I'm sure he's that's cu- that's wild. I'm sure he's heard of it, but same continent. He's probably <laughs> never been there. Yeah, maybe he's never Wait, been. You know what? Real nice stadium. Small, but very nice. I really like that stadium. I like it's that fun stadium. To, it's fun to watch them play there. We should put one of those in Toronto. They had a great camera angle. I could say that. Yep. Yep. What's Craig Forrest saying? Here? Craig Forrest <laughs> saying, can someone explain to me how young players or families can afford to watch their heroes? This is extortion by Canada Canada Soccer. How the hell are we supposed to grow the game? Our stars need to be accessible to everyone. Um, he's showing a screen you- cap that tickets to go see Canada are $145 for the Inner Bowl. That's not even like TFZ is way that, cheaper than that. That yeah. looks like Ticketmaster, too. It's Damn. Maybe it's a Ticketmaster thing. Dude. It could be a Ticketmaster thing, but this Canadian soccer association league they're jacking up the prices not a lot of people are going to be at this game but that's the other thing why is it so expensive like get people in the stands man yeah keep the vendors happy keep the people happy keep the team spirit alive keep you know the future of the sport alive yeah they really fucked up recently is it it toronto yeah it's bmo it's the off season for sports in you know this part of the world how are you expecting people to want to pay that much to go see it? Like, I yeah, they they run the numbers. They have graphs, and I think they know a big percentage of Toronto is very rich. They and want suits, man. They want the suits in there. Yeah, that's like, this is the world we live in. The gap between the no, rich you're, and the you're right, Justin. It's just sad. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, also, why did you censor Craig Forrest? You said hell, but in the tweet he said fuck. No, nope. <laughs> I think you should have said heck. Is this some kind of uh, podcast where we don't say fuck anymore? I'm sorry. <laughs> we say fuck whenever the fuck we want. <laughs> Craig Forrest, you a baddie. Baddie. <laughs> Thanks once again for listening. Hit us up on social at Portugal underscore corner on Twitter at Portugal corner on Insta. Email us at the Portugal corner at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Take a minute to leave a rating and a review. Check out the oldies if you'd like. Uh, final thoughts, messages. Nothing crazy. Watch your teams, you know, support your countries. If you have any more questions, reach out to us on the on the socials and you know, 
we'll be back at it next week. Yeah. You know that I was at Rosa Branca for the for the uh, Liechtenstein game, mm-hmm. and like Patrick says, when you're out at the bar, you're not watching the game as much. There's you're a lot of people watching, doing weird things. You're people ordering <laughs> stuff, and you're seeing other. Some guys yelling about the lupini beans. Guess what? A guy, a guy beside me he farted. Farted. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? You know? The old guy beside me. And you know what he did? He did like the obvious like fanning the butt area. Oh. It's like, dude, it's so obvious. Like the nonchalant fan. But it's like, yeah. I can see what you're doing. Dude. He was fanning it up into his nose. <laughs> no, he was fanning it away. You know? <laughs> he didn't do a fart and leave. That's <laughs> All right. Yeah. Those old guys that can't control their asses. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're throwing lopini beans at them like they're <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah. Like they're Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll see y'all next week. See you. Whiskey bottles and brand new cars. Oak tree, you're in my way. There's too much coke and too much smoke. Look what's going on inside.